Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast of The Worship Life. I'm Chrissy Hutchings, and I want to wish you a happy new year. I've been out of the loop for a while with the holidays, but we're back up and running where you'll be able to tune in every Friday for the latest podcast of all the inspiration and encouragement you've come to count on. I hope you all had a great holiday. And now it's on to the new year with all its new wind and freshness. Uh, Some of you guys may not be seeing it like that, but we all know that at the turn of a year, there's this new hope and this new newness um, that we've come to expect. Now I can hear some of you guys already saying, yeah, that's what I expect, but that's not what it turns out to be. Well, I'm going to talk today about how to make good on all those resolutions and goals or whatever you're calling them this year and truly enter in to a new place in your life. And if that's where you want to be, then stay tuned uh, this week for The Worship Life. from the worship life. It is 2019. Look, can you remember so far this year where you first wrote that date down? I did it just the other day, actually logging a file that I did. Um, And as I was writing it, I said, oh my gosh, I'm writing 2019 for the first time. (laughs) How many of you guys know, especially if you're, I've been in administration for a long time and a lot of times you know, you keep on writing 2018 at the end of your date. It takes you a little while to get used to it. But we are in with um, a bang into 2019. Some of you guys are already grinding to be better than you were last year. You're already working hard on your resolutions or on your goals. I think the buzzword this year is goals instead of resolutions. Um, Whatever you're calling them, change And transformation is really difficult. And I found it almost next to impossible in this frail strength of mine. Um, And, you know, as believers, we know that transformation is only possible with a power greater than us. And we know that power is the Holy Spirit of God. And in that, I want to introduce you to an additional component of change. Here in just a few minutes, we'll get into that topic. But first, I wanted to let you know about a really exciting endeavor that I'm going into in 2019. You know, my list of resolutions and goals is really, really small because I know that uh, and have lived long enough of my life to know that, um, you know, a resolution is one thing, but we have to make decisions every day to continue to walk out those resolutions. And that's the hard part. That's why all the gyms are packed in January and uh, like ghost towns in February. Um, And some of those people year after year make that a resolution and one year something just clicks and they're in it for good. 
And I want to talk about that because we don't want to condemn ourselves when we've gone through a year. You might look at your resolutions for this year and think, wow, I made the same ones last year and I never made it. Keep going forward with that. Keep plugging with that. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But one of the the choices that I've come into actually really quite by accident um, is to really begin to do some different kind of writing. And um, for the past few years, I've really been choosing every day to leave shame behind and honor my past. Um, and some of you know what some of those components are, some of you don't. And But this week I posted something on Facebook uh, about this choice and its consequences and what I found really surprised me. Let me go over to that post so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Um, and here's what the post said. It says, social media to me is a place of inspiration and sharing and also danger and foolishness at times. I never want to use it in a way that disrespects the lives and experiences of others nor exploit it for my own gain. And I'm praying that what I'm about to share does none of those things except inspire and heal. I was awakened one morning with words flowing out of my head and my heart with tears. The words were telling a story that as I continued to give it attention, realized it was my story. The words were flowing like a river. It was around 4.30 a.m. and I picked up my phone and started to type the words in the memo. An hour later, I had finished poems that turned out to be the revelation of my heart and experiences in life that up to this point had been filled with tremendous shame. As I read those poems over and over, they were like a balm to my heart. In tears, I was staring into a mirror of my life and wounds that I'd experienced, but in these writings, they were given honor and respect that I'd never ascribed to them. I was blown away and considered it a gift that God was giving me to tell a story that had been screaming to get out, but I couldn't give it voice. A story that I needed to hear coming out of my own lips, giving validation to the things I had experienced and how those things had deeply impacted my life, my relationships, and the essence of who I am. It was a very healing experience. Well, recently I've wrestled with sharing those writings because they're so deeply personal and because I realized that sharing them can open up my life and those close to me to judgment and speculation. And that is my greatest fear. I never want to dishonor those I love and who have loved me. However, to hide as I've always have out of shame would dishonor the very lives those writings represent. And one of the biggest is my very own. So having said that, I'm thrilled and terrified to begin opening up those pages of my life. And if they inspire someone else to find their voice and walk in healing, it is worth it. Well, let me tell you, after I did that post, I got the most amazing comments on that post. And really, it was kind of a a qualifier. It was more like a, um, what do they call that? Um, a, not a precursor, but something that you say before you do something that prepares people for it. And, um, and that's what that post was. I was not expecting the response that I got. And all of the response was come out of the shadows and talk about it. And so, um, you know, I was really very encouraged by that. If you're one of those people that, um, that shared those comments, thank you. 
uh, you don't realize how encouraging and healing that was for me to read your post and to read your encouragement. And I feel like uh, the time in my life, it's it's time for that. And so, you know, I go into this new year with those those plans. Uh, and again, I've what I've done on my website, chrissyhutchings.com, you can go there and start to read some of these writings. And they're more in poetry type format. Um, and I, there's a few poems that I've posted on my website, but most of it has been sharing and teaching and this format is, uh, God is using it as a healing tool in my life. And, um, you know, obviously I'm going to respect and honor those that, uh, are part of that story, uh, in a way that God's really speaking to my heart. And, um, but I think that they're going to be very healing. You know, I'm sitting reading them for myself thinking, wow, this is very healing to my heart. So I know it's going to be healing to you. So I just invite you to go over to chrissyhutchings.com. You can click on the poetry tab there at the top of the page. Also, the latest post that I've done, the New Year's um, uh, just kind of endeavor, if you click on that, I've created another small site that's just for the poetry. It's called Unchained Tongues. And um, I hope you'll go over there and check it out. Uh, it's not unchainedtongues.com. It's unchainedtongues.wordpress.com. And so I invite you to go over there and check it out. And if you go to the website, chrissyhutchings.com, it'll lead you over to that that other site for the poetry. So I, I just thank you for supporting that. And for uh, my prayer is that it would heal you and really inspire you to uh, tell your story. Because I know I'm not the only person hiding out there. So I say, come out, come out wherever you are. You know, the, the old saying when you used to play hide and seek, Ali Ali oxen free. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I'm saying that to you right now. Come out, come out wherever you are. And let's walk into 2019, maybe not with new goals, but with a new decision to come out of hiding. Amen. And that's what I want to talk today about change. You know, like I said before, a couple of minutes ago, transformation is hard and it's next to impossible. Look, I'm telling you, I have never experienced the truth of that statement more in my whole life than I have in the last year. I have made some decisions to come out of shame into some old patterns in my life that I had really been um, stuck in. And man, has it been hard. Uh, It's been hard to walk away from your default setting. Look, we have default settings that we live in, a default setting for how we interact in our relationships, how we interact when we're stressed, these default places that we go to that maybe we learned growing up, that maybe we learned in a time of trauma or even pain, that we learn to go to these places for our security and soothing and comfort. And those places don't work for us now that we're adults. And in my own personal life, I've had to really, um, come to terms with some of those default settings. And in those moments when I know that I'm going to that default in that moment, I have to choose. Actually, I've already made the choice beforehand to 
not go to my default setting. So I've already made that decision. I've already made that choice. So when it begins to happen, my prayer is, Lord, help me to see that it's happening so that I don't go there. And look, let me tell you, I have experienced firsthand why most people don't change or can't change. It is very difficult to walk away from a pattern of behavior that you've done your whole entire life or that you got stuck in for one reason or another. And I want to talk about that today with uh, a a verse in uh, the book of John about John the Baptist. So if you have your Bible or if you want to go over there, I'll read that scripture to you. It's in John chapter three and it's in verse three. And it says, he went into all the region around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight, make his path straight, excuse me, every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight. Whew, I love that. And the rough ways smooth and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance and do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones And even now the axe is laid at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And I want to stop right here and go back to the word repentance. Um, If you've been in any kind of Christian circles or religious circles, you realize that that word repentance means a change of mind, changing your mind, changing your mindset, deciding, choosing to go a different way. And as we go down further in this uh, text of scripture, I want to show you that when the people said in verse 10, it says, so the people asked him, what shall we do then? They heard his message that said, therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And to bear fruits worthy of repentance, they said, what do we do then? How do we live this uh, bearing fruit of of repentance. And when I first read this scripture years ago, this scripture totally transformed my life when I was learning about worship and about, um, you know, what does God require of me? And, you know, I was stuck in a bunch of just religiosity, religious living, uh, doing this practice and that practice. And when I read this scripture, it was so amazing to me that when John the Baptist spoke to the people about what should we do then, here is his answer. He doesn't give this hyper-spiritual answer. He doesn't give a, a lot of rules and regulations. He just says simply this in verse 11, he answered and said to them, he who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. Then tax collectors also came to be baptized and he said, and they, and said to him, teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, collect no more than what is appointed for you. Likewise, the soldiers asked him saying, and what shall we do? And he said to them, 
Do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely and be content with your wages. He spoke to the heart of where they were. He spoke about taking an action, not just making a, a, a resolution, not just saying, oh, I need to do this he, or I need to work towards this. He said, do this action. He who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. And to the tax collectors, he told them about taking an action, collect no more than what is appointed for you. In other words, stop stealing from people. And then the soldiers, likewise, he said to them, don't intimidate anyone or accuse falsely and be content with your wages. He spoke to them to take an action. How do you know that the tree, that's why the, 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 I believe it's in Matthew where he talks about, you know, you will know them by their fruits. You will know them by their actions. It's one thing for us to say, man, I'm going to get in the gym. It's a whole other thing for us to fill that gym bag up with clothes and put our tennis shoes on at five o'clock in the morning and get up and go to the gym. When you take that action to do that, there's power right there. There's power in that. I'm so uh, surprised at this scripture verse because it doesn't say to perform all these kinds of religious acts. And I'm not saying religious acts are, are, you know, um, bad. Yes, you should read your Bible. Yes, you should pray. Yes, you should worship. But true worship is found in taking these actions. True worship, and I'm not going to get over into that because I could. True worship is about obeying the commands of God. True worship is about bearing fruit worthy of repentance. We can sing all the songs we want and then we can we can get on our knees all we want. But if we're not taking an action that is in line with the word of God or taking an action that's in line with the truth or in line with goodness toward other people and good fruit toward other people, guess what? We're not really truly in a life of worship. Man, I'll tell you what, this this is my heartbeat right here. Uh, with as far as the worship life is concerned, you know, I could stay here all day. But the point is that it's more than making a resolution. We have to take an action and not just one action, but an action over and over and over again. And for me, in my looking into 2019, the action, the place that I'm focused on is changing those defaults in my life. When I get stressed, my default is going to a bag of chips and some soda. You know, how many out there uh, do the same thing? Or it's isolating myself from other people. Um, Or it's um, just shutting myself off from the world. Because there's a lot of times where I don't, I don't want to talk about what's going on in my heart. I'll take it into my prayer closet and talk to the Lord. But my sites for 2019 is changing those default settings. What is, what is it for you in 2019? And it doesn't have to be anything grand or amazing because these simple actions that John gave the people, he said, Hey, change your action from stealing from people to the tax collectors to collecting no more than what is appointed for you. Change that. Change that about yourself. 
to the soldiers that were used to intimidating people and maybe even accusing them falsely. You know, there's a lot of, there was a lot of corruption back in those days. And if, if a leader set his sights on some kind of person that he might've considered a troublemaker, he would assign to the soldier maybe to, to accuse them falsely so that they could do away with them. So they didn't have to deal with their troublemaking anymore. But John says to them, don't intimidate anyone or accuse falsely and be content with your wages. You know, he spoke to the people and he said, if you have, if you have two things, give one of them away. And if you have food, feed somebody. These are simple actions to take, but these actions, the actions that he's talking about rectifying and he's talking about changing are rooted in a belief system in their hearts that they weren't doing these things initially. You know, he said, the people said, what should we do to bear fruits worthy of, of repentance? He said, if you have two tunics, give, give one of them to somebody. And if you have food, do likewise. So there must have been something about their lives that wasn't doing that before. For the tax collectors, he said, collect no more than what's appointed for you. So they must have been doing something before that they were collecting something that wasn't theirs. And, and for the soldiers, he said, they said, what shall we do? And he said, don't intimidate anybody or accuse falsely and be content with your wages. That told me that some of those soldiers were frustrated about how much money they were making. And they would intimidate people. So as he's telling them these actions to take that are fruits worthy of repentance, he's also telling them something else, that these actions are something that they haven't been taking. And that's just as important as the actions that he's commanding them to take. Because before we can do something new, we have to recognize that we're doing something else other than that new right now. And, and what is that for you? Look at your life, and I know this is a time of reflection, and reflection should happen all year long. Let me just tell you that. Um, and go to a place of reflection in your life. Uh, our church, we're about to go into a 21-day Daniel fast beginning um, January 7th. And if you're doing that with your church or if you're just doing that by yourself, go into a time of reflection and say, Lord, where is my life not bearing good fruit? Where is my life not bearing the fruit that's worthy of repentance? That's such a major statement. Bear fruit, he says. Therefore, in verse 8, bear fruits worthy of repentance. Wow, that's a heavy statement. What's worthy of repentance? When you've repented of your sin and repented of your wrongdoing, what's next? What... What actions do you take in your life that are worthy of that repentance? And that's why we have so many in the church that they come and they make Jesus Christ the savior of their life, but they don't give him lordship. They don't bear fruits worthy of repentance. And I'll tell you this right now, my life for a long period of time didn't do that. And I think in my own experience, as I've walked with the Lord, I realized at the time it's because I really didn't truly confess him and recognize him as Lord of my life and Lord over everything, over my relationships, over my, even my feelings, over every part of my life. And when I made that decision and 
hearkened to the Holy Spirit that was calling me into that relationship, everything changed. It didn't mean everything was easy. Actually, um, things became a lot harder for my flesh, I should say. You know, uh, the Bible says that, you know, when our, when we obey the word of God, it's death to our flesh. And so it was hard for my flesh, but oh, the life that it brought to me and my soul and my spirit to be obedient. And that's true worship is obedience. So ask yourself today, am I bearing fruit worthy of repentance? And what does that look like? Ask the Lord what the people asked him in those moments. The people said, what shall we do then? The tax collector said, teacher, what shall we do? And and the soldier said, what shall we do? If God is saying to you today, Every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And to bear fruits worthy of repentance, ask him, what shall I do then? Father, what shall I do? What action should I take that is worthy of repentance? Amen. I want to pray with you today. Father, thank you for your word. I believe with all of my heart, God, that you are calling us to bear fruit worthy of repentance, to honor you, to honor your word, to honor the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross, God, to honor it with a life that bears fruit and that our fruit should remain. Father, forgive us for the ways that we have not been bearing the fruit worthy of repentance. Forgive us, cleanse our hearts, and set us in a straight path like John the Baptist came to make every crooked path straight. And we ask that you make every crooked path in our life straight. And that you make every uh, rough way smooth. And that every valley shall be filled and every mountain in our life shall be brought low that we could walk in a straight path and make our path straight for you. We know that you're coming soon in our prayer, God, is that we would honor you with our whole entire lives. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. It's about choosing. It's about deciding. And once we choose and once we decide, then it's about taking those actions and those actions are not easy but if we do them clinging to the Holy Spirit then we'll be able to walk in them and I'm telling you that power you know the book of Acts talks about that times of refreshing would come upon the people because of repentance you take one action that's worthy of that's fruit worthy of repentance And I'm telling you what, there's power in that moment. There's power upon your life. You want power in your life? Walk out those fruits in your life that are worthy of repentance. And I'm telling you, there will be a power in your life like you've never seen before. And of course, our our motivation behind that is not for power, but 
so that we honor the Lord God and we honor the sacrifice and the blood of Jesus Christ. And so thank you so much for tuning in this week. I pray that you were encouraged. I pray that there was something said that um, encouraged you this week. Um, something that you could use, something that was solid that you could apply to your life. And um, so thank you so much for tuning in. I invite you to tune in next Friday where there'll be a whole other episode um, that we're going to talk about uh, the worship life. And again, I want to encourage you to go over to ChrissyHutchings.com and even go to the Facebook page, Chrissy Hutchings, uh, just to check out some of those posts. A lot of the posts that I do on the website I post to my Facebook page so that you can check those out. And I want to encourage you to subscribe. When you go to the website and you go over to ChrissyHutchings.com and you go over to that right-hand side, there's a place there where you can subscribe to get the newsletter, that you can sign up to get the newsletter. And when you click on that, it's going to take you to a page where you enter your name and your email address. And you're going to go on a list where I send out newsletters and all kinds of um, things that... Uh, sometimes just subscribers will get, or they'll get it first before anybody else. So new music comes that way and all kinds of things. I really invite you to do that because what what we're going to do going forward is I really want the things that the fruit that comes from my life to be an inspiration for you, to be an encouragement for you, to be something that you can, um, that the Lord will use for your life. Um, and subscribing to the newsletter helps you really stay connected to that. So anything I post on Facebook, feel free to share it. If I post on Instagram, make sure you share it, repost, whatever you want to do on Twitter. I'm not on there a whole lot, uh, just mainly Instagram and Facebook, but feel free to share anything that I post, anything that I, you know, any podcast, feel free to share the podcast. Cause I put those out on the, the Facebook page, uh, too. So uh, and also you can go to the podcast, The Worship Life, and you can um, subscribe there to get uh, each weekly episode also to, to your inbox. So I appreciate you so much. I wish you a happy new year and go out and walk out uh, fruits worthy of repentance. Uh, thanks so much. And we'll see you next time here on The Worship Life. <laughs>